0: Music mm-hmm. Of 30 Flirty Surviving. It's Tracy. New episodes come out every Monday at 9 a.m. on Apple, iHeart, and Spotify. You can see some clips from the show on YouTube as well. And you can get in touch with me and find everything that you would need to know on Instagram at 30 Flirty Surviving. Today is our Valentine's special episode today, and I'm very excited because we haven't talked about dating in a while, so it is all very much perfect timing. You guys know how I feel about dating apps. I've talked about it plenty of times on the show. It's not my favorite, so For me, I'm always talking about trying to meet somebody organically in person or how else can I meet somebody at this stage in my life. And if you are similar to me, you've heard of matchmaking, but it feels a little antiquated, a little outdated, but we are here to put all of that In the past, I have Taylor and Laura with me from Lunch Dates, and it is a full-service matchmaking agency. They are going to explain to you what it's all about and what to expect, but they are experts in love. They're like my own little personal Patty (laughs) Sangers, and I cannot wait for you guys to get to know them. We're going to talk a lot about sort of how it works, why it's different, why you should consider this, and then we're also going to do a little fun do's and don'ts of dating and just give you guys some tips and tricks so without further ado, Laura Taylor, thank you guys so much for being here Thank you I appreciate it Um, Let's start with some fun basic questions I'm going to start just so people can start to get a feel if they're only listening whose voice is who Laura, I'm going to have you start and then I'll shift just so we're not like talking together and then they're like wait which one said what? (laughs) So Laura, if you could go first my first question that I ask everybody
1: is: if what is your age, if you don't mind saying yes, I am 35.
0: Yes,
1: <laughs> what is your relationship status? Married, happily married for gosh, I think like seven years now. Wow, yep. and she has two kids and two dogs, so it's a full house. Yes, yep. Where were you chaos. born and raised? Born and raised in Chicago. Oh, wow. Yep. Spent some time in L.A. and then um, ended up in Boston where I met my husband. And now you can't leave. Now I can't You're leave. You're stuck yep. here. <laughs> but I love it. I love it. <gasps> Perfect. Zodiac sign? Taurus. A bull. Ooh. Mm-hmm. I
0: like it. I like yeah. it. Okay. Awesome. What sign are you? I'm an Aries. Okay. Thia sign. I'm the Ram. Yep. Yep. Also, you know, we we both got the um the, the horn. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, very headstrong.
1: Yep. Um and then do you have a worst first date story? Oh my god, Taylor and I were actually talking about this today. And I actually went out on a first date with a guy who I found out did porn. <gasps> How did you find oh. out? Oh my gosh, through my sister. She knew somebody who used to date him and was like, that "Wait is- a minute, is this bleep bleep bleep?" And I'm like, yes she goes pump the brakes did he go to unh and i was like yes she goes come here and we pulled it up and i was like get the that is crazy yeah Needless to say, we had to watch it, and there was no second or third date after that. But I mean. that was like, we literally laughed about it forever. That Jack's the Greek so goddess. Funny. Or Jack's the Greek god.
0: I love that. <laughs> that is a good one. That yes. is a good one. Well, luckily, you found out when you did. You didn't find oh out god. too far down the road. Yeah. Oh, my God. That's amazing. <laughs> okay, Taylor, I'm going to ask you all the same questions. So, first and foremost, your age. 27. 27. Where are you from, born and raised? Uh, Wilmington, just north of the city. Awesome. awesome. Perfect. Your zodiac sign? Leo. Okay. Lion. All right. Another fire sign. I love that. And then do you have a fire First, a worst first date. It's, why is that like
2: a tongue twister for me? Yeah. Do you have a worst first date story? I always say I'm like the FBI. I don't. Short answer is I don't because I look up everything about everyone and I, I feel like I do all the filtration before I even get out yeah. there. Yeah, so I'm boring. I don't. I've never met a porn star on a first date, <laughs> but. Um, No, (laughs) no, I don't. Oh, you know what? That's still
1: like a good
0: answer, though, because I respect that. I feel like a lot of people aren't as up or forthcoming about how much investigative research we do before we go out. Yeah. So you're keeping it real, and I appreciate that. You have
2: to. And And honestly,
0: yeah, you can't be too safe out there, girls. No, (laughs) you can't. Have you been out on a really bad first date? (laughs) I haven't had anything that is like super, super bad, but I've definitely been on a date where I I want to leave. Mm Just, I've, the guy was, like, so, he worked in sales, Mm -hmm. and it's funny, because I work in sales, so I don't really have anything against that, but, like, he was just so pompous and arrogant, like, me, 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 I do this, I do this, and I don't think he asked me, like, one question about myself, Mm -hmm. and then he started, towards the end of the date, saying that um, he couldn't wait for me to meet his, like, brother's wife and I was like hold on slow your roll you don't even know me so just that I guess that would be like the worst I haven't had a really horrible first date but I also don't go on a lot of dates so we're gonna change very slim (laughs) picking slim pickings (laughs) but um, okay perfect so lunch dates really quickly just for um, everyone at home if they have not heard of it which one of you would like to give it the 30 second elevator pitch so they can understand what it's all about
1: Yes, I can. Okay. (laughs) So, thirty-minute elevator pitch. So, lunch. Thirty minute? No, thirty seconds. seconds. (laughs) My God! Welcome to the podcast, guys. (laughs) so 30 second elevator pitch so lunch dates like we've been around for over 40 years but as you can imagine over the past couple of years it's definitely transitioned a lot Um, but we're just an old fashioned matchmaker we work with a ton of busy professionals people that like the the confidentiality the security but also it's gotten to a point where they don't want to waste their time swiping just for the sake of swiping the catfishing the ghosting it gets exhausting Mm -hmm.
0: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I love it and um, lunch dates just for social purposes it's just at lunch dates right nothing funky yeah. nothing at crazy. lunch dates on
2: instagram and then at lunch dates matchmaking on tiktok perfect on TikTok.
0: and www.lunchdates.com yes Huey yep. Fit. and you ladies what are your socials if you want to put it out there you don't have to
2: my name is uh at the taylor higgins and mine is at Laura
1: Kenny underscore
2: <laughs> Those
1: underscores, man. They come in clutch, I'll tell you. Mine used to be pretty and pink, 87. Yeah, I remember that. I, like, like, um, <laughs> um, um, I think I got to change that now. <laughs> Can you tell I'm 35? <laughs> yeah, she turned 35 and yeah. she was like, all right, it this has got to get more mature. It was like my AIM back in
0: the day. <laughs> Listen, don't hate on AIM. What I would do to bring the buddy profiles back. You know. yeah. Okay, so... Talk to me a little bit about Laura. I'll have you go first to just um, how did you get into this? How did you become a matchmaker?
1: So it kind of just fell in, in my lap. Um, I was in financial services for a long time and felt like I sold my soul to the devil. <laughs> well, And I'm like, I am so over this. I'm exhausted. Like, there must be something else out there. And my girlfriend found this post from Lunch Dates and was like, Laura, literally, this is you. And I ended up meeting with the owners and just, like, fell in love at first sight. So, Aww. yeah, 10 years later. Wow. Yeah. Actually, in March will be my 10 years. That's crazy. And also
0: what a great way to show that like some, there's some careers Mm -hmm. that you just have it or you don't. Doesn't matter how much school you went to, how much practice you had. There's just some things where people are meant to do. And clearly this was that for you wow, can you imagine still crunching numbers? <laughs> Ew, heck no.
1: <laughs> now I work with them setting them up and I'm like, oh god. yeah, <laughs> The
2: worst part of your job. It yeah. reminds you of your old one. <laughs> Taylor, what about you? How'd you get into it? So I have a background, again, in sales too, but I also wrote an international best-selling book about relationships and it just makes me feel like at home with my intuition, helping people. It changed a lot of people's lives. Yeah. So just a lot of people could relate with me and I feel like I give that space for people to relate with me. And then I saw a post and I was like, hmm, met with the owner's Fell in love and again felt right at home and it does not feel like work at all, which is amazing.
0: That's very cool. yeah, And that's really courageous of you to you were vulnerable about your relationship Mm -hmm. but it also probably taught you a lot of things which now makes you so qualified to help all these singles out here of
2: course i always say you have to experience it firsthand in order to like actually authentically help someone definitely and she's like one of the best date coaches ever
0: i love it okay well we got some (laughs) questions on that so (laughs) buckle (laughs) up buckle up um The first thing that I really want to get into is sort of breaking the stigma around matchmaking. Mm -hmm. So in the introduction, I mentioned this, and I'm sure a lot of people that are listening feel this way, but when I think of matchmaking, I think of eHarmony, Match.com, Christian Mingle. There's so many now. I know, I know. (laughs) Um, And I typically picture someone who's post-divorce, middle-aged, like, you know, not to be stereotypical, but that's what it has been for a really long time. So I wouldn't necessarily first assume that, matchmaking a matchmaker would be a good path for me but obviously you guys are disproving that this entire episode so that's why we're here where do you think that other people's hesit- hesitancy come from do you think they had the same feeling as i do or why do you think people are apprehensive about matchmaking
1: oh 100% everybody yeah. everybody's curious who's in the pool you know they want to know what the other clients are like they want to know why these people came to us and the biggest thing that i say is everybody is just like you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They're discouraged with the apps. You know, they're, they're sick of going on a ton of these first dates with these people that don't have the same goals as them. And I will say over the past four or five years... The pool has totally transitioned now to the 30-year-olds, because they want to get married. They don't want to put their love lives on the back burner anymore, you know? Yeah. And they're tired of the swiping.
2: And they're recognizing that their time is valuable. That vetting yeah. process that you have to do, the FBI that I am, mm-hmm. that takes time. And it's, yes. it can be a second job to some people, and people are like, look, I'm just going to leave it to you, because I yeah. recognize that my time is valuable.
0: Right. Mm-hmm. and. That's a really good point too, because even like being set up, I've gone on a couple dates where I've been set up by a friend, and you go into it so optimistic because you think my friend really knows me, and you know they have the best of intentions. But then even when those don't work out, you're kind of like, well, how could that not have been the perfect match, right? Like mm-hmm. she set us up; she she knows us both so well. But it's that um, like loving the two people as individuals rather than are they necessarily the best couple where that's where you guys really come in and save the day Mm -hmm. because I can love two people as my friends doesn't necessarily mean they're going to mesh well together, but that's what happens a lot, right? Is, oh, yeah, I have this single friend, and I have this one single friend, so they
1: must go out. It's right. like, that doesn't necessarily always work. And it's chemistry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's that thing that I tell people all the time. Like, we can't predict it. You yeah. Know? if we could, we'd be billionaires by now. <laughs> right? That's actually... That's being honest. That's being so honest. You're so right. We we joke. We're like, it is literally like having five new girlfriends over at lunch dates now with a a huge pool of people to date from. That's kind of what it's like. Friends setting
2: other friends up. We get to know you and and go from there. And people always say, I want to meet somebody through a friend or someone organically. Mm -hmm. This will actually feel like you're meeting through a friend. Mm -hmm. So it's the best of both worlds.
0: Very, very true. How long do you think it typically takes to, to shake that? stereotype from new clients? Do you think first call, like they're sold, ready to roll? Or do you think that it takes a little bit of work to help change people's perspectives and their mindsets on it?
1: I think it depends how badly they want it. Mm. You know what I mean? Like if you're calling, being skeptical and, you know, and, That's fear. and afraid. That's fear-based. Yeah. If you're giving
2: me every reason why you shouldn't do it, I mean, we're gonna we're gonna face rejection when it comes to dating. You have to be vulnerable, and mm-hmm. you want to let your guard down. But I think the people that, um, you know, make it a longer process to saying okay, I think that they're just a little bit afraid of it. Yeah, That's yeah. All.
0: Mm-hmm. So that was a really good segue, too, Laura. What does make a good candidate for matchmaking as opposed to? a dating app or someone who's just getting set up here and there? Do you think it really comes down to someone who's ready? Are there other factors as well?
1: I think it definitely makes a huge difference if they're ready. You know, obviously, if you're ready to jump both feet in and make an investment, you're ready to rock and roll. Um, but then also everybody has their own skeletons in their closet, so uh, everybody's a little different. Yeah.
0: Mm -hmm. Um, Do you feel, are there any sort of qualifications that are required to be set up by lunch dates or... As long as you can tell someone's genuine and authentic and ready, you guys will work with them. I mean, we have our deal breakers. Ooh, okay.
1: For sure. Like, (laughs) No separated. You can't be like, yeah, we just separated next week and, you know, we still live in the same house. But, yeah, Yeah. like, no, honey, like, (laughs) put in the papers, move out, get ready to rock and roll. Have yourself a good cry, (laughs) cope, heal, then come back to us. Exactly, (laughs) exactly.
2: But what else is there? Like, there are other deal breakers. Like, there are deal breakers, like, such as, like, no smoking and things yeah. like that. But, I mean, not. Interesting.
0: S- is that because, like, most of the guys and girls don't want a smoker? Yeah. yeah. Huh. And we're not going to take somebody's
1: investment if we can't set them up for success. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So That's honorable. Smoking is, is kind of a. Of course, there are people out there that will date smokers. But majority of our clients are like, mm. Yeah. And you don't
0: want to waste their time. Yeah. Yeah. That's really smart. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so smoking and <laughs> still being married; those yeah. are those are pretty good ones. Yes, those are. The I co signed those yeah. deal breakers. Perfect. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> okay, so um, now let's talk a little bit more. How would you guys if someone said to you, like, why should I? Maybe they're maybe they're open to any sort of matchmaking service. Why should they come to you versus? an eHarmony or a Match.com? What really is sort of the lunch dates difference?
2: We go through such a rigorous interview process. We really take the time with every single person. So we're e- if you're talking about eHarmony or a dating app, um, you're not gonna have that one-on-one, that human interaction that really breaks down everything that you want. And even if you need to make adjustments as you go, you have someone that's hand-holding your, your hand the whole, whole entire process, really. Um, so that's what makes us different, that sets us apart.
0: That's so true. I didn't even think about that because eHarmony. I don't know how it
2: works. It's just like a website, yeah. like dating profiles. Yeah, it's like it's, a dating profile, and then you just and then you become it's pen a hundred pals. questions too, right? You have to answer like a thousand. It oh. takes a lot of time. Oh, so again, I had no idea. Yeah, but your your time again, but. It, it is like a part time job. So many people
1: are like, I am so tired because it's like the sifting through. Yep. Then you got to become a pen pal. You got to message, message, message. And then do all the that. Yes. Day. Yeah. You know, be witty. You have to be a comedian 24 7 or you're not <laughs> mm-hmm. going to catch their attention. You it's know, like, so what true. funny thing can I say about one of their photos? Mm-hmm. You know? Like, <laughs> yeah. So you're doing all the work
0: in the vetting. And mm-hmm. also, I mean, we are the ones getting in our own way oftentimes, right? <laughs> so, so why are we leaving it to our own devices to be the ones to then vet through all these profiles? Like, we're, our pickers been off. <laughs> yes. Why are we trusting ourselves to keep doing this? So you guys are there as a coach and as a guide to make the selections for each of your clients.
2: I'm so glad you said that, though, too, because so many people enter the process and they have a set, like, I have a type, six foot four Italian, mm-hmm. like, and I won't date anything Sounds else. good to me, sign me up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but then they, as the process goes, they actually learn a lot more about themselves and what they're looking for. So it's cool to see it kind of unravel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's so true. So many of our successful
1: clients have ended up with somebody completely different than what they walk through the door thinking that they were going to be with. Yeah. Yeah. You You, know, their wish list changes. And I kind of make the analogy, even though it's a little bit different, but it's like buying a house. It's like you have these wish lists, these deal breakers, things you want, you know, the big updated kitchen, you want a pool, you want this, you want that. And I'm sorry, honey, but also at the same time, you never know what you're going to fall in love with. Mm -hmm. It could be a fixer-upper. like.
0: That's so true. Mm-hmm. I just got, like, warm and fuzzy inside because it is true. Like, you know, as as long as, like, the house is in a great location or school district, it's like th- I can really see my family being here long term. And all the little cosmetic things don't seem to matter yeah. so much, right? And that can be, like, a relationship. If you yeah. feel safe, you feel heard, like, your needs are being met. They've got great bones. <laughs> They've got great bones. Okay, genetics. Okay, well, that actually contradicts the point I was trying to make. But, yeah, we're on the same page. We're on the same page. Okay. Perfect, but yeah. So there, in you guys, do you guys have a brick and mortar location, or is it you guys do a lot of stuff during Zoom?
2: We did, yeah. but now we're all remote right now, okay, just because of yeah. COVID.
0: Okay, mm-hmm. but still, it's like I can see your face, Everything and is I Zoom can, still. And, yeah,
2: that's yeah. awesome. Yeah.
0: Okay, very very cool. So talk to me about what the process looks
1: like. So I want to sign up. What's step one? So step one is calling us, which I always say is probably the hardest part for people to do is like picking up the phone and actually reaching out. Um, But then we have one of our matchmakers jump on, explain how we work, you know, but also our biggest thing is, is that we want to make sure that they're a good fit for our clients, you know, mm-hmm. because once again, we would hate for people to make this investment if we can't set them up for success. Yeah. So um, we do a really in-depth interview process. It takes about an hour. We go over everything about them, but it's fun. Yeah. Um, like past relationships, what they like to do on a weekend, where they grew up, what they're physically attracted to, like literally everything. Um, and then we take them into our matchmaking meeting and that's when the fun starts.
0: Wow. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm sure there's a
1: few laughs, a few cries yeah. in oh, those calls. for sure. Calls. Oh, for sure. Mm-hmm. Part-time therapist, part-time matchmaker. Right. <laughs> yeah. So um, what's the long-term
0: commitment? So if I sign up and everything looks good, I don't have any deal breakers. And do I, like you set me up and I like the first guy I go out with. Do you guys encourage that you see a couple people first? You have to sort of be invested in
1: the process for a couple months what do you guys usually recommend so so serial dating is probably my biggest pet peeve <laughs> um just because people are like you know i want to go on like five dates a week i'm like that just sounds exhausting if you yeah. ask oh me. my god who has that time <laughs> i know it is also about quality versus quantity i always joke i'm like i want to see you go out on those second third fourth fifth dates with the same person versus yeah. a ton of first dates or we're not ju- we're not doing our job right yeah You know, it's like you're doing the same thing that you were doing online. So we really do kind of fuel the fire. I also think with online dating, like second dates slip through the cracks because they're like, oh, my God, two days went by and we haven't texted. You know what? Maybe it's too long or
2: that happens actually daily.
1: Oh, daily. Should I reach out first? Mm -hmm. Wait, should he reach out first? And I'm like, you guys,
2: like two people really like each other. And it's. They don't yeah, reach out. And they don't reach out. So we're also calling That's and being funny. like, hey, have
1: you reached out to Sam? Like, <laughs> let's get that second date scheduled. You know, like, come on. What are you waiting for? I love this little accent that you have. <laughs> Is this your phone voice? Hello? My customer hey service Sam. Hey, Sam. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, I hope not.
0: Do I sound like a creep? <laughs> yes, you do. <laughs> <laughs> okay a little bit but it was cute I still liked it I was into it <laughs> Oh my gosh okay um, so you guys help guide them through the process but you're not trying to you're it, you're not supposed to be here forever but also yeah. it's not like okay let's just keep it moving and see as many guys as possible I was um, telling you guys, before that I work in staffing but I even feel that way I do professional matchmaking and there are sometimes like you find the perfect candidate for the job and they just want someone for the sake of comparison and I'm like that you might lose them they might not be available you can can interview 900 other candidates all you want but they may not be as good and then that person that was the perfect fit is going to be gone but we sort of have that little I don't know what that is in the back of our brains that we just it's like the curious that we just have to yes. satisfy. That I don't know mm-hmm. what that human nature feeling instinct need, is, and I hate it.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> it's 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 just you know the generation, <laughs> the times. We have too much access and to it's things and instant yes. gratification. Mm-hmm. It's just right at your yes. fingertips. Mm-hmm. What about um, how do you normally coach? some of your clients through, like, oh, he was really sweet, but I didn't feel like there was a connection. Do you often encourage them to give it a shot anyway, or do you sort of respect those those initial gut feelings?
2: It depends. I feel like sometimes we would push it, especially if the other person really felt something, and maybe they were describing that the their, their match was either nervous or running late, like something happened. We do occur- encourage that second date. Um, if they're pretty flat out, maybe there was no physical attraction to them or something serious, uh, then we wouldn't. We would respect their boundary there, but but most times, I say 9 out of 10 times, we would encourage the second date. Oh, absolutely. And even with online dating, I feel like nowadays a first date really is an
1: interview. It is. Yeah. Like, people are so different on a second date versus a first date. So like, if there's a part of you that had a great time, then absolutely do that second date. Okay.
0: And what about – okay, I've gone on – I've seen two guys, maybe, you know, three different dates in total. And I'm you start to learn what I liked, what I didn't like, right? Mm-hmm. Do you often have sort of catch-up calls with the clients to readjust some of their preferences? I know you were saying people will be surprised, right? And sometimes what they think they wanted changes. Can you sort of update your profile and say, actually, I want to open up the age range or I want to keep this in mind instead? Do you guys do that?
2: Absolutely. Yeah. And you mm-hmm. can call us anytime. Like it there's always someone at the phone. So if you want to speak to one of the matchmakers, you always have access to us, which is what sets us apart too. We're always cool. there.
0: So it doesn't need to be like anything formal. It can no. be like a quick little. Absolutely not. Here's what I
1: learned. But mm-hmm. also one of the biggest things when working with a matchmaker is the feedback. So like after every single one of your dates, we touch base with you the next day and we want the nitty-gritty. Like that's why I say we're like girlfriends because we call them like, "Hey, how was it with Tom last night?" Yeah. Yeah, it'd give me all the details. So it's always ever-changing because you could go out with him and be like, God, I loved how dedicated he was to his family or he was so passionate about his job. Like, I didn't realize how sexy that was. Like, let's just, let's focus on something like that moving forward. And I'm like, you got it. You got it, you know? And
0: then do you, do they have each other's contact information to set up the second date or do you guys facilitate a second date as well?
2: So the second date is up to them. Um, you are provided with their phone number just in case of an emergency. We don't allow them to contact each other before the date, but uh, just in case you know someone was running late or something like that. So the second date would be up to them. So okay, free to free to
0: go, free to roam. You're free to run. <laughs> <laughs> the leash is off, yeah. you know. Um, but so so you guys, once that initial introduction is made, you leave it between the two of them to decide where it goes from there. But you can kind of share that feedback. Would mm-hmm. like? Would you say? okay, well, Tom said this about you,
1: or do you only get my feedback? So no direct feedback, especially if it's something that somebody else can't change. Because at the end of the day, we Mm -hmm. want everybody to be fully transparent with us to set them up for success. But for example, like if Tom had a really good time, I'd be like, Tracy, Tom had a fantastic time. Like, are you guys texting? What's going on? So it's not like we completely jump off after the first date because we are – First of all, nosy, and we want to know what's going on. (laughs) Same. So we are constantly checking it.
0: (laughs) I love it. Okay. Um, What coaching elements come into play beyond sharing the feedback? Like if I, it'd been a while since someone's gone on a date, um, it's their first date in a couple months or maybe a year. Do you sort of give them some advice on what to wear, what to do, things like that. And then throughout the process as well, or do you guys just want people to be their most authentic selves?
1: So, uh, we definitely give coaching and it is something completely different than the regular membership. But I always say that I am not here to change you because at the end of the day, it is you that is in the mm-hmm. relationship. We just want to make sure that you're moving with your best foot forward. You know, like yeah. if you're talking about work 24 seven, we don't want to hear that. Right. Your date doesn't want to hear that. You know, so we you don't can want give to them
0: some little, little pointers. Yeah. 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 If we're getting mm-hmm. the
2: same feedback on you repeatedly, we'll bring that to yeah. your attention. Okay.
0: Very cool. Mm-hmm. Um, that's, I think that's what I'd be most
1: curious about. Just like, Tracy, what are all the things you're doing It wrong? is so funny. That's what so many people say is they love hearing the feedback coaching. They that's yeah, narcissistic we are. We're like, we just want to know what they said about
2: us. Oh, <laughs> really? I was going to say it's because I'm
0: so insecure. I would be like, what? I obviously fucked yeah. something up, so just tell me what it is now. That's what I would want to know. Oh, my gosh. That's so funny. Um, okay. And then let me see. One more. What happens if someone is gone on a couple dates and they're not feeling any connections their matches how do you handle those situations
2: I would say let's have a conversation about what your expectations are and then maybe adjust their mindset a little bit again like what I was saying like I need someone that's over six feet that you know they have to do this this and this and if you have such strong parameters you're going to set yourself up for disappointment I always say enter the dating process uh, trying to figure out what you can learn about yourself as opposed to like how can I get these people to like me so just turn it into a process about yourself make it about you it is about you
1: Mm hmm I like that. And taking it take it as a learning experience. Every single date you are going to learn something. Whether you think it or not. Yeah. To where you need to go.
2: Everything. Mm -hmm. Very true.
0: Very true. Okay, now I have some general questions about dating that I would like your expert (laughs) opinions on. I'm curious, I know Taylor, you're not quite there yet, but I'm sure you've seen it enough. But I'm curious what do you guys think is the biggest difference between dating in your thirties and beyond versus twenties?
1: Different lifestyle. Like, so many things change from the 20s and the 30s. I mean, especially for me, too. Like, I was going out with porn stars, you know? Yeah, right? <laughs> like, come on. <laughs> I wasn't thinking about a baby daddy. <laughs> right, right. So just people's sort of priorities yeah, change. Priorities, yeah, lifestyle, expectations,
2: goals. And they're more intentional, too. Yeah. You hit 30, and everyone's like, oh, the clock, the clock. And it's real. It yeah. does exist. I don't discredit that. But everyone is seriously very intentional. You know, your 20s are kind of fun. You're just learning about yourself, and then... The thirties come and you're like I I want to find my person. Yeah, but I will
1: say actually I've had quite a few people that were like you know what I was so pick I was too picky in my twenties mm-hmm. and all of a sudden they're like wow when I go back and think about those dates that I went on or those short term relationships for four or five months and they picked up something so tiny that was their flaw. Do all you know the self sabotaging I mean? that we yes. do yeah it happens all the time where i hear that and i'm like wow like i, I don't want anybody to live with regrets or anything like that but right. i think that's one of the biggest lessons to take away from it yeah.
0: but that's interesting because i think it goes back to being ready mm-hmm. i think that's uh, one of these defense mechanisms that we do when we know we really You know, he, if there's, if you can't find anything wrong with him, why wouldn't he be the one you settle down with, right? But if you're not ready to settle down, you gotta find something. And Mm -hmm. we do these things. And it's like, is that really an issue? Is Mm -hmm. that really a problem? And then they're the ones that get away. Yeah. Mm -hmm. The Mm -hmm. ones that get away.
2: (laughs) What do you think qualifies true compatibility? Friendship and respect. Mm -hmm. Like a good, solid friendship. Like you genuinely enjoy that person and they respect you and vice versa. 100%. Because I feel like respect is
1: just that umbrella of everything. Yeah. You know, right. loyalty, everything.
2: So
0: you think it's not as granular as we make it. It's not because you like the same music. It's no. not because of your values. It's no. not because, it's like you, as long as you treat each other with respect and there's, you like each other. You have yes, that friendship. You have to like each you other. You enjoy That's being it. around each other. That's really en- enough.
1: Mm hmm interesting. Now you know. And the sexual chemistry, obviously. <laughs> well, yeah, obviously
0: chemistry is huge because that's going to make it. the difference between yep. your BFF and dies, your BF, right? That's the
2: people that are like, I want to feel the spark when I walk in the door on the first date, that stuff goes away. Yeah. That, that like beating out of mm. my chest, but the friendship and the respect stays. Obviously, you want to be attracted to somebody and, and, you know, you know. Yeah. yeah. But, <laughs> yeah, you have to like them.
0: Do you guys think, like I always say, I think personality is going to win for me 10 out of 10 times overlooks it it may be the first thing that we look at but i think that like a quote-unquote six could be a 10 because he makes me laugh and he's nice to me you know what i mean do you find that a lot of um girls feel that way and how does it differ from men's opinions
2: (laughs) she asked or do you think
0: we're more similar than we think
1: Men are definitely more visual. Yeah. A hundred percent. Yeah, girls are a it. little bit more open-minded when it comes to that. Yeah. 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 It could be our intelligence or emotional IQ. You know what I mean? We're just just feeling like. like stimulated.
2: I feel like a girl yeah. wants to feel seen. Like if you can make me laugh, if you can yeah. ask me questions about myself, let me talk about myself. Mm-hmm. You'll feel seen and heard and you're like, all right. Going up on the the cute meter a little bit over there, but a guy is like,
1: a guy could get it all, but he's like, if he's not physically attracted, it's,
2: oh, it's game over. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) You know who. I know who I'm talking about. (laughs) You're thinking about someone.
0: (laughs) It's really, it just, it's just funny because it's one of those things that I think will change as old, as I get older, but men are men. We're different creatures. We're yeah. different creatures. We really are.
1: I, I know. I don't know what it is. <laughs> I mean, but then it's, again, it's we fair. We can't change it. It's we fair. We're just honest. Yeah, a hundred percent. Like that's the feedback that we get a lot of the times. Really, mm-hmm. that's most but most often um, the feedback you get from men. Yeah, and because women, like we can look, like we said, we can we can look over it. You know, if you can make us laugh, if you can make make us it's, feel it's safe, yeah. yeah, be vulnerable, cool. Mm-hmm. But men, it's like no girl can do all of that for him, but. If he is not physically attracted, there is absolutely no date, second date. Mm-hmm.
0: Fair, mm-hmm. fair. Okay, now I want to know, your. do you have a rule of thumb? I have a couple things that I'm going to sort of throw out at you, and I want to know what you think. We're going to give people some advice when they're going on their dates do you think that there is a limit to how many cocktails you can have on a first date?
2: Oh yes, yes, no. one to two tops. You should one not be. Tops. You should not be drinking like crazy on the okay, first. Okay, maybe date. three, four.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, it depends how long the date is, right? What if you That's guys like true. do an activity and you're out and about versus
1: an hour dinner? But. Too many cocktails lead to word vomit. Mm-hmm. Word vomit leads leads to oversharing. Oversharing leads to waking up the next morning saying, "Why? Why haven't I heard from him yet?" Like the
2: guy that wanted you did to say? meet he, the sister in law. Yeah, like, right. <laughs> <What happens? laughs> yeah, Too it long. was the espresso martinis <laughs> I got like, to him. First dates are short. They should be short, uh, and we just want to make sure that you're leaving something more. Yeah, you know? leave some sense of mystery. Set up that second date. Yeah, that
1: curiosity for sure.
0: Wow. Oh, okay. Okay. Fair conversation topics in 2023 do you think that there are still areas that are considered taboo and we should avoid on a first date or do you think that it's okay to bring those things up now because like you said we're being more intentional and it's good to understand where person
2: stands luckily before you go out on one of our lunch dates um you know like political standpoint like things like that that those questions that People say don't talk about that on a first date. You know that already going into the date, so we're actually putting you ahead of the game there. Yeah. Um, I mean, I don't know what else you would say that you wouldn't talk about on a first date, like past relationships. I, I don't. I wouldn't recommend doing that then. I mean, I think there's a yeah. time and place for that, but um, what do you think of that? I mean.
1: I'm the wrong person to ask because my, when my husband and I met, we were like complete opposites. He lived in Rhode Island, I lived in the North End with no car. Yeah. Oh, like, yeah. he's definitely more conservative, and I was like totally liberal, you know, like vote for opposite people, and yet, like, here we are. And as once again, like Taylor said, the respect thing is so huge. If you can respect each other's opinions and values, like, everything else falls into place. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. All right, so uh, the verdict's still out there a little bit. Yeah. I'm, I'm not, I'm not Once sure. Once again,
1: it's like whatever energy you feel from them, if they excite you, if they make you feel safe, if, if you get the butterflies to see them again, who gives a crap maybe, yeah. like As long as they respect your feelings and what you're saying.
0: Right, I agree yeah. with you on that. Yeah. I don't think you have to see eye to eye in... Everything. No, it's I don't orange. think that people that share different political views or different religions yeah. can't have a successful and happy relationship. 100%. I just am curious if you recommend waiting to talk about it until you get on your third or whatever date.
1: Yes, maybe wait for like a second or third date because I will say some of the feedback that we get too is somebody like, oh, they did bring, they got on their soapbox on a first date, you know? And it's like, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Because it could have worked, but you just brought it too soon. Right.
0: (laughs) Fair, okay. Um, Who do you think should initiate the next date? And this is like, generally speaking, not necessarily just lunchbox lunch. Box, uh, lunch <laughs> my God, can we pretend I didn't just say lunchbox? Not necessarily lunch dates. Oh my God, I don't know where that just came from. Um, but like in the real world, or in
2: oh, guys, I hate
1: like, this. It could be uh-huh. either. It is so silly. I know. I like, know. If we you talk had a good all time, the time. Text them. Like, it doesn't why matter. are you being a
2: weirdo? We work with a, a lot of women. I see this just not even at work, but and in general, women are like, nope. The guy texts first, he, and, the, and they just won't. And then communication just slips through the cracks, and then the guy's like, I don't know if she was into me. And then it goes away. And then you lose it. If you're feeling it, go for it. Yes, I've had enough me. of the I'm, I'm so passionate about <laughs> you it. Yeah, the <laughs> smoke's coming out of her ears. She's getting so mad. Because you have nothing to lose. Yes. And also,
1: women. I say this all the time to my female clients, and they're like, half of them are like, what are you talking about? But if you go out on a date, he picks up the tab, and you had a great time. I don't care if you said it to him in person that you want to see him again or whatever, because let's be honest, men are sometimes really bad listeners. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the day, they're probably thinking, should I kiss her? Do I walk her to the Uber? What do I do? So they're not listening to you saying, I had a great time. I'd love to see you again. Like, you know, let's do this. Right. So shoot him a text when you get home. Say, hey, thanks so much. I had a great time. Would love to do it again. And then put the ball in his court. Yeah. Put yeah. the ball in his court, but create that safe place for him. Yeah. yeah. That's a good, that's
2: good advice. Yeah. That. Meet him halfway.
1: Yeah. <laughs> because nowadays, too, guys get that stigma like, If they play it too cool, they're not interested. If they're too eager, then they're creeps. It's like, well, what do what do we want from them?
0: (laughs) That's it's true. We 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 all do it, but I think that there's always there's like the rule and the exception to rule, and there's just so much gray area, and it also is just very like personal and it just it varies depending on the situation and like I might want one thing from like say me and you are going on a date I might want you to treat me one way (laughs) and then like I want you to treat me another way right Mm -hmm. like it it, I it's I could feel differently depending on who it is so but we just like have these oh well no it has to be in this box in this box um I was curious though because I think that there's a lot of um People that feel not even gender specific, but like whoever asked the first date, then you're supposed to return the favor like it's courtesy or etiquette or things Mm -hmm. like that. Right. But I like that. I mean, just goes to show to how I think modernized and far removed from the old ways of matchmaking you guys are because there aren't those same ideals
2: that you guys feel must be followed. No. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Totally. And we always say our whole office has like, they're either married, engaged, whatever it is, and the woman yeah. have always initiated the have relationship. Always initiated oh. Oh. Even our owners, they yeah, women initiate. Yeah. I so. love that. It is
1: so true. Go mm-hmm. for it. Like if you want something, go get it. Yeah. Like it is not gonna fall I mean it might fall into your lap, but like you gotta put the work in too. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. <gasps> okay.
0: Next question. When do you think is the appropriate time to define the relationship. How many dates or is it, you know, a month or two? What is the right time frame or number of times seeing each other that you think, okay, it'd be time to make it exclusive?
2: I don't want people to put a number on anything. Yeah. There is no specific timeline. If you're feeling it, it is your job to to let that person know how you're feeling. If you don't, you're going to resent the situation. The resentment will grow within you. So please, if you're feeling some sort of way about someone, just let them know. Just let them know how that wait, Just have them, you yeah. know, have a conversation about what's going on in your head. There is no rule. No.
1: There is no rule. Every relationship goes at its own pace. Yeah. Whatever you guys feel comfortable. And if it's not making you feel feel safe and comfortable, then like address it. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. You <laughs> guys are good at this stuff. I was really hoping that I could, like, write some notes, but I'm like, crap. Now, what am <laughs> I supposed to do with this? I don't have set numbers. I don't know. I can't put this in an Excel sheet.
1: How am <laughs> I like, supposed to work with this? Some people are like, oh, my God, I was talking to this guy for, like, eight months, and then he just, like, ghosted me. I was like, that is your fault, honey. Like, yeah.
2: <laughs> like, why,
1: did you guys not talk about what was going on, after you know, like, heading into month eight? Yeah. Like, come right. on.
2: Also, I always wow. say the right person comes with clarity. Yes. No no questions asked. Like you should be almost be able to read where that other person is at too. You should because be, you they should respect get a, your feelings. They yes, respect there's your no intentions. Games. Your
0: time. Of course. I need to, maybe I'll tattoo that on myself. The right person comes with clarity.
1: (laughs) Clarity.
0: That's a good line, Taylor. Um, So then maybe I'm being redundant, and you guys are probably going to give me the same type of answer for this, but do you have certain standards on getting intimate? You know, can you have a kiss on the first day? When should you go back home? Are there rules around that? Feel it. Feelers. Whatever you're feeling. Whatever you're feeling. Yeah.
2: Trust your gut. You know. Mm-hmm. Just there go with There is no it. rule. You People overcomplicate dating so much. It's yes. so easy. Just go with what you're feeling. What's the worst thing that's going to happen? Well, get because rejected? Because rejection.
1: People are yeah. so
2: scared nowadays of rejection. And I
1: totally get it. But... At some point, if you want to find love, you just have to take that jump. You Mm got to jump both feet in and, like, literally treat that date like it is going to be your last, (laughs) you know? Yeah, (laughs) that's true. If you like that person a lot and you could see yourself with them, then you you have to show all your cards. Yeah.
0: Yeah. But that's really helpful because I do think there is so much mixed information out there, right? Like, you're supposed to do this. You're supposed to do that. Make sure you don't ever do this. And so it's kind of hard. And I think that oftentimes is why people get in their heads and then they're not themselves when they go on a date because they're overthinking, like you're saying, Taylor, like mm-hmm. every little thing that they do and how can someone connect with you when you're not being yourself? 100%. So if we throw all of that away and yeah. don't put any expectations on it, you think that people will be pleasantly surprised with yeah. how much further along their connections are going.
1: And if- vulnerability. Yeah. if if nobody's being vulnerable in a relationship nobody's gonna open up yeah. it just takes one person to help let those guards down you know and then before you know it both parties are gonna be there and yeah. if not then time to move on mm-hmm. yeah but like <laughs> I
0: love it I'm curious in your 10 years of of matchmaking and how long have you been doing it Taylor just a few years a few years What are some of your favorite success stories? Are you able to share it? Obviously, don't give away names, but like, do you have, you know, that one couple that's married with five kids now? Like all those. Tell me some of your favorite stories.
1: Um, I think Kristen and Ethan are one of my favorites. They actually have a cat that I that I gave them. <laughs> oh, my God. And they've got two kids now, which is amazing. I met um, Kristen's aunt at the nail salon, and we fell in love. And she's like, I've got my niece. It will be fantastic. And um, she ended up meeting Ethan. I think it was her first date. Married. No way. They just had their second kid. Yeah. Um, and then there's also Kevin and Melissa. Kevin and Melissa, I remember after their first date, too, she was like, he's got a dad bod. And he's got no hair, which was, like, one of her things. She's like, I want a guy with hair. And once again, they are married with kids. And I'm like, you know what, though? How did he make you feel leaving that date? And she's like, well, he was such a gentleman. He was engaged. He was asking me questions. He, like, walked me to my car, did all these amazing things. He followed up. And I'm like, so you're really going to say no because he has no hair? Yeah. And... I forced her on that second date, God willing, and here they are. <laughs> and I hope you were the maid of honor. Right, <laughs> and that's Short-lived. the thing too. Is like we're only there for the first couple of dates, and then usually mm. we, when they become exclusive, we will give them whole time. Yeah, and then mm. it's like I hate to say it, but then they like forget about us. Like, right, a year in, every once in a while, people like send us messages, or if we added each other on social media, we'll see what's going on. Or they're traveling the world in their matching outfits, you know. But. <laughs> For the most part, they forget about us. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. I'm sure that they do, right? Because they're mm-hmm. happy and love. Yeah, we. That's another one of the ugly little traits that we humans have. We we when we need you, you're right by our side, yeah. and then when we don't need you anymore, yeah. chop liver,
1: exactly, chop yeah. liver. But
0: <laughs> at least you can put your head in your pillow at night, knowing you did yes, a good thing. I know. But <laughs> you did a good our clients thing. Sometimes they love us. Sometimes they hate us. It
1: all depends on the date that they go on the night before. Yeah, but. It is one step closer, mm-hmm.
0: regardless of how great the date was, or even if it was unsuccessful. It's like how to lose a guy in 10 days. Yes. Gigi is my favorite. I literally, I'm literally, i obsessed with her. But she's like, at least I'm one step closer <laughs> to finding love than you. <laughs> she's right. Yes. She's like, you know, I might make an ass
1: of myself. I, I mess up. I yeah. do these things. But I, I know what I want, and I'm going to find it. And that gold dress, man. Oh, oh. I want those to be my maid of honor and like bridesmaids dresses. I loved it. None of the girls look good in gold though. So I was like, damn it. Aww. <laughs> Is it the most beautiful like
0: dress? Gorgeous. Um, gorgeous. 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 Mm-hmm. All right, before we wrap this up, I want each of you, I always ask my guests to give one final piece of advice, and it can either be regarding the topic at hand, or it can be general advice as a woman um, or in your 30s, soon approaching 30s. So I will leave it up to you what you would like your your advice to be, but I would love for you to leave us with some inspiring
1: words before I let you go.
2: Oh gosh,. Oh, gosh. I, know. <sighs> I would probably say go after whatever it is that you want, whether it's a relationship, a career, whatever it is, just go after it wholeheartedly and never let the fear of rejection get in your way of what, you're, what you want. Yeah. It's as simple as that.
1: Yeah, and I would just say, like, Manifest the shit out of what you want, you know, and don't be afraid to tell people about what your goals are or be vulnerable because it just takes one vulnerable person to literally have that other person realize, like, hey, that girl's living her best life. She's put her wall down. Like, I want to do that. I want to live with freedom, you know, and it just takes one person to start a trend.
0: Right. How many times have you been in that room where you say something and someone's like, wait, you thought the same thing? And it's like you've been... Festering on that yeah. for months or whatever, right? And we were just too afraid to say it. All the time. There, and I fully believe you put it out in the universe and the universe rewards you. So mm-hmm. you will have that person that you can sort of share in that with, but then also you're going to get there a lot quicker mm-hmm.
1: if you keep putting it out there. Yeah. That's really good and and advice for both of you. Smile, <laughs> smile, smile, smile. Boston is such a cold city. Like, I'm from Chicago. We're in the Midwest. Everybody smiles at everybody. Like, you don't know what type of att- attention you will attract just by looking at somebody walking down the street and giving them a friendly smile mm-hmm. like that spreads like wildfire and you guys don't understand how big that is
0: <laughs> i literally like I, my my chest just like closed <laughs>
1: in because uh, it's it's scary i know you're but, gonna be like the creep you but know that's okay be that creep because that person is gonna be like huh you know yeah and it's like come on warm it up yeah warm it up no that's good it, it it's it's doesn't happen very often
0: but we need to start doing it more. Yes. You're right. Yeah. You're right. hmm I love that. Well, thank you, ladies, so much. This was so much fun. Yes. I learned a lot. And <laughs> I had a good laugh with you guys. Right before um, we close out, just really quickly, again, social. So it's just at lunch dates on Instagram at lunch dates matchmaking Yep. On TikTok, on TikTok and then they can, can they do like a consultation or like read more about stuff on the website or is it always a call first?
2: Yeah, I would recommend either going to our website, you can fill out a form right there, you can give us a call we also just had a great write up in the globe um, so be mm. sure to check that out as well. I
0: saw yeah. that. The page, right of the page the globe. <laughs> Doing big things. <time>. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> (laughs) Amazing. Okay, well thank you girls so much. Thank you guys for listening and we'll see you next week. Happy Valentine's Day.